listen and subscribe to The Table of Truth on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to Blurred Lines. This is your man, Cam. With me, as always, is... The other Cam, the last action Negro, the Woko Kaji, the most respected hater on the planet Earth and the galaxy. As well as... Hey, yo, this is Josh, a.k.a. the Dark Lord of the Caribbean Sith, known as Dark Coconut. And always trying to keep us a little bit more villainy. This is Lord Professor D of the House Morgoth, second of my name, speaker of the nerds, scourge of imbeciles, and breaker of pop culture and mediocre chains. And we are back talking about The Mandalorian Season 3. Is it 3 now? Yeah. Third one, right? For third yes. season. Yeah. Uh, feels like more. Yeah, feels like more. But, um, you know, it just wrapped up. You know, we're a little bit late, but we're here. And um, we wanted to make sure we got to, got to you know, chime in and what's arguably the best Star Wars, uh, like, show and any franchise out of the, the group of it. Anything is the word. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I would argue that we're three and a half season is because uh, the Book of Boba Fett was basically Mando in the second season. Stop second. that. We don't acknowledge <laughs> that. We don't, we don't acknowledge that. You know, ironically, it probably, you know, we don't, but at the same time, it was. It was True. It was Mandalorian point one point five, like yeah. or whatever two yeah, point. Yeah. He was in three episodes, two episodes. Unless unless uh, unless yeah. Boba Fett comes back and turns in because he, he turned uh, Galaxy Muslim. If he stop <laughs> Galaxy Muslim and go back to the ruthless <laughs> Boba Fett that we have an idea we should know a love, then you know, then maybe I'll give him some some peace of love, brother. Peace of love, would you peace like peace love. No, no, yeah. no, don't 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 kill them. I'm gonna go back to my back to tank. But anyway. <laughs> That did jarring. Um, so yeah, so we're back. Uh, Man of the season brought in a lot of characters uh, of favor, uh, or, or brought some folks in that we all know and love. Shout out to uh, the Queen Kate Sackoff once again. Her she uh, revels in her in her geekdom as much as she mm-hmm. always does. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, man! And she, uh, you should see her like on Instagram. Like she is all in. Like she's in it. Yeah. From from every Cam, moment, cams it all up. <laughs> yeah, like she she just loves she loves being Bo Katan probably more than any other actor. Yeah, more than more than more than she enjoyed being Starbucks for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely well, more. And that's and that's not to undersell how much she seemed to enjoy being Starbucks. Wait, hold on. What was she in before? Wild Star Galactic. Okay, so I, 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 see, I didn't watch that, so I didn't. I didn't catch her. Really? Oh yeah. no! Nah, you need to. You need that. No, I, I need to watch it. It's just it's on yes. my list. It's just one of those things I have not gotten to. Yet. Yeah, no, 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 I get it. We all have those. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, where you were, Cam, uh, a few years ago. Um, hadn't seen it. Josh hounded me until I watched that. And and B five and Battleline five were like the pressing points of. I had to watch those. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I ended up watching Battlestar Galactica. And yes, Katie Satchoff was, um, well, that was where she kind of really broke into, uh, got noticed as like a, as the sci-fi nerd queen. Cause she was a scream queen previously to that. Yeah. Cause she yeah. was in a bunch of, a couple horror films and stuff like that. But she's, she's super enthusiastic on, on, um, uh, and I, I didn't even know that they expanded her role as much until, because I started watching after, I think, you, Josh, and maybe after you, you Cam, um, this season. 
And I had no idea that she had played such a, a big role. But what, what I thought was really good and it's such balance and it, it's so it's if there is any reason why I would I would change my mind about a show like Mandalorian being nominated when it comes to Emmy consideration other than for something other than obviously makeup and set design and things like that. Um, it's because of the consistency in the storytelling. Mm -hmm. um, they work those eight episodes and they do them well. And it's, it's just a testament that less is more sometimes when you can get eight arcs and they're not even full, always full 60 minutes. In fact, they're normally only about 42 two minutes um and they managed to tell strong solid beginning middle and end and that and that keeps you interested i think mandalorian is the one show that after i catch up and there's more to go i actually look forward to the next episode um the following week because mm -hmm. I, I it feels like big world they you know, whether it's because Jen Darren is moving around a lot or, or whatever it is, the scale of Star Wars is felt in this series more than in in most of the films and definitely more than a lot of the other series. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd agree with that. Um, yeah, I, they really only, I don't think there's much to complain about. There's one episode that just absolutely made no since the way that they did it it's not that the episode itself didn't make sense there was a lot of moving parts to the episode but i'm I've, I've, talking with d'angelo i kind of felt like it should have been broken up into subplot i'm talking about episode three the episode where they go after um where they go after dr what's his face um no, I forget the character's name, but he's yeah, it's from his point of view. It's from the point of view of the of the uh former uh the former imperial, imperial scientist. Type. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so this is, I forget I am spazzing on his name, but he basically was the guy who was gonna work on extracting Metachlorians from Go Grogu in season one, I think when it, in the first episode. Yeah, kinda, I think it was yeah, the yeah. first episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's now in a for people who may not remember he's now in like a, a rehabilitation colony for former imperials and it just it's the whole episode and it could have just been broken up into subplot throughout the season you could have broken up broken that up into eight parts subplot little over to the little whole thing here and there. Seen each episode like it didn't need a you know, it didn't need a whole episode to be yeah and i remember out. i remember early because i didn't you know i waited till four episode four four to start and i remember you guys that was your early complaint like you guys were like yo it comes out with the bang and then all of a sudden it kind of just like wait what yeah i think Josh and <laughs> yeah. i both had the same reaction where i think when we text he texted me or i texted him or at a different time we were like what is happening like what yeah. like what it's a rarity where where any of us on this on this podcast where we watch something and we just go what is happening yeah. What am I? What am I watching? And why am I watching? It? And it's a, another classic example of um, sometimes it's how you tell a story, not necessarily what the story that's yeah. being told. Because uh, I think the other part of that was it doesn't square with what we know about 
to me, they they depicted the New Republic as sort of this pseudo um, uh, uber bureaucratic, bureaucratic. Uh, um, almost totalitarian. Uh, not totalitarian. I'm looking for a different type of. Uh, it's overly bureaucratic and yeah, they're kind of a feckless bureaucracy. Yeah, exactly. And while it does work for showing for getting us to that that picture where we know it's going from the from the sequel trilogy, because um, clearly the New Republic was so ineffective that they had an army called the Resistance versus the First Order, which we the whole thing was how the hell does the Empire fall? That was the last thing we saw, and now all of a sudden they're more powerful than this new republic. Right. Uh, so they were trying to, they're trying to bridge that gap, but I don't think so. Right now, it's working as successful as they wanted to, because again, that overly bureaucratic, bureaucratic new republic means that everything that the rebels fought for, everything that the Jedi's. That the that the Jedi's were destroyed over for. it still exists within right. in that in that structure, which was the bureauc the bureaucracy, the the fecklessness, the stagnation, the uh uh seemingly inability to uh you know, like Palpatine once said, I had you know, when he was cities, I had the Senate bogged down in procedures, you know, they, they can't move anything because it's all a filibuster. Mm -hmm. So that still being there to me means that okay, Leia, Han, all those folks, they finished the work and they just went off somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that was the like thing they that, didn't try to establish anything. Yeah, that was right. the thing I was like going to say too. Is it's like it felt like you know, yay, we beat the empire. All right, we yeah. go. Emperor <laughs> did, and uh, okay, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> they yeah. just let everyone get. They just you know, wild wild west it kind of a thing. Yeah. And, um, I mean, and so the the it sounded it, it to me it leaves the 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 door wide open to tell to make the connection between Thrawn and organizing the First Order into a proper army that goes about the business of trying to take everything back. Yep, I can see that. I can definitely. Yeah, that's, that's, the obvious, the, that's the, the obvious play, and that's the the silver lining, right? Like yeah. it, it might be it's we're struggling. And how we tell that, especially because that exists outside of the Mandalorian main storyline, like the even the mm -hmm. the, the uh, Shadow Council, the the Imperial Remnant, like that's something that's sort of building on the margin and kind of pushing its way toward the center. With you know, obviously, we got a little bit closer to it with finishing wrapping up the the Moff Gideon saga. Mm -hmm. um, but we're still not quite there yet, right? The Shadow Council is nowhere close to needing to re wanting ready to reveal itself. Uh, they're waiting on the arrival of Thrawn and and you know these this fleet that he has um, at his back, and 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 obviously that's the checkoff gun of the Mandalorian, right? Is carrying over to Ahsoka now. Thrawn's mm -hmm. name has been mentioned, which means that he will and has to appear right uh, by hook or crook so um yeah the setup was great um they stumbled along the way i think with that new republic stuff so hopefully they clean that up next yeah next season now where does uh where does it go from here 
Because, like, you know, our next anticipation is going to be Ahsoka just because, you know, we got Thrawn coming in and uh, we got more uh, Star Wars Rebels uh, characters getting already getting casted in there as well, which is super dope. So for Mando, like, it's already kind of established itself as kind of the best, throw, arguably the best. We'll put Andor there as well. Um, now, where where do you think they should go, actually? Because like they, they've kind of established the one good thing about Mando, and this is what made Obi-Wan and um, freaking Boba Fett ineffective was just that Mando took was already there and expanded on it and then still had touch points to the old stuff but kept moving forward where Boba Fett like you said Muslim Boba Fett was just kind of like meh <laughs> and then Obi-Wan was like a story that again parts of it were cool but we didn't need it like if we didn't if you didn't watch Obi-Wan you would not be missing anything besides of OD Vader doing some cool shit and a cool black uh yeah. force user but like it did take out Bo Boba Fett and take out I mean Boba Fett you kind of need those Mando episodes but other than that, you don't read the, the bulk of the series to know about the story. The series Mando is, is pushing the pushing the mythos yeah. along, I think. So, like, where is Mando uh, was, now? Uh, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go uh, ahead. Let go me ahead. backtrack a little bit. I, I would say one of the main things about Obi-Wan is that the whole direction of the series, in my opinion, should have just been uh, revolved around Obi-Wan and not Luke Skywalker because Obi-Wan was a pivotal character yep. throughout the whole story of the Skywalker saga. Um, he was everywhere. He was like basically the uh, Force Gump of the Star Wars galaxy, right? <laughs> um, he he's had a hand or some type of iteration in, in big and minor moments. Anyways, um, I think both Obi Wan and Book of Mando, like the oh, excuse me, Book of uh, Boba Fett. The thing about Boba Fett is that there wasn't too much detail on Boba Fett outside of canon comics or comics and. Yep. Uh, stuff related to it outside of the movie, so there wasn't much to go on. And I think the people who ran that show really dropped the ball on creating something special because, like, I had no impressions of Boba Fett outside of that one scene when he got swallowed by the Scarlack and how ruthless he was. And sometimes in the the the, the old his his uh father Jango Fett, he was kind of ruthless or whatever but outside of that there wasn't much to go on yeah. and i feel like the writers kind of dropped the ball on that that's just my opinion and it failed miserably uh obi-wan was fan service at, 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 at its highlight you know so whatever it's cool yeah what was fair was that I too i don't know what because because that character had no business having i've said this before i don't care what people think what star wars fans think there was no reason for that character to be yanked out, yanked out of obscurity Facts. and given uh, its own show. Again, you're yeah. you're hundred percent right. He was a minor character. Yeah. Now, Mandalorians are a pivotal character as a whole. Yeah. So absolutely. It, as we fast yeah. forward, you're asking what is the direction? I think it's going to be Rebels. Thrawn is. I watch Rebels. Rebels and Thrawn are interchangeable. All right. Uh, yeah, they, they're together. Intertwined, intertwine, excuse me. Yeah, intertwine. I can't think right now, but intertwined. So technically, all that stuff has already happened, happened yeah. in, in the Mandalorian yeah. world. Like the the stuff of the events of, of Rebels has so, already taken place. So yeah, we, we had and they gave us clues. The whales, uh, and then I saw what was the guy that who's familiar with the character in Rebels? That's the the, the creature, the monster, and the, and then the crew. Oh, Zab the or dude, right? Zarb or something. Once yeah, I yeah, saw him yeah, yeah. in the live action yeah. Mando, I was like, whoa, whoa, like, all right. I was like, we're really actually getting rebels. And the other clue was um 
Wait, you talking about the big Mandalorian? No, the the, 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 the blue the, creature in the bar. The blue, the, yeah, he, he's, 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 he's yeah. a crew yeah, member. He's a crew member from Rebels. Crew member in Rebels. That's him. And I was like, oh, snap. What I didn't realize that the, I didn't really pay too close of attention to the Shulker trailer, but the Shulker trailer basically confirmed Rebels is there. All the characters are in that yeah. trailer. Yeah. Yeah. All, all, you saw mostly everybody. I don't think you saw, did you yep. see Ezra? No, he was. Nah. was the, well, he oh, was the right. Yeah, they did. They little. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, well, I was gonna say yeah, but yeah. it was a hologram though. But yeah, it, it was a, it's him. It's it, yeah. so it's, yeah. it's confirmed yeah. that all of the rebels are gonna be in Ash Ashoka, which is cool because I think rebels, in my opinion, rebels is the best animated uh, Star Wars that, that what Star Wars has offered, in yeah. my opinion. Like, well, I would say that, I, I think that's there. There is an argument there. I think. I'm really partial to to Clone Wars, um, but I can understand the argument against that. But I'm I'm more partial to uh, to Clone Wars. But Rebels oh, is amazing animated. Yeah, animated Rebels series. is strong. Yeah, it's the same. Um, yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing for like yo. There's no there's no Rebels without Clone Wars. It's like there's no Justice League without Batman animated. So it's like right. they needed that foundation to get it because by Rebels they figured it out because in right. Clone Wars I mean, it took them. They it got took to about, the point a lot faster. Yeah, in Clone yeah. Wars, it took them about five seasons. Rebels now, by like episode six. Now, like, when you say no, when we say this, there is one guiding force, and that's Filoni, who's brought all this and cleaned up all really? the yep. BS that is happening. He's yep. piecing together. So you know, credit. That's no knock to Clone Wars. You know, Clone Wars. It took a minute, but they laid the foundation, laid that war, gave us some context in between the movies and whatnot. Clone Wars was yep, Filoni as exactly. well, right? Yeah. Least, yeah. Uh, he started yeah. a minor role major and then switched role. to major like yeah. later on. Yeah. When, when he switched, that's when thing when he became one hundred percent the man on Clone Wars, which happened around I think season four, is when when Clone Wars the it was like he a one eighty. Completely one eighty. Yeah. Complete one eighty. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the first uh, the first two episodes, I mean the first two seasons was pretty much uh, Anakin based. And yeah, then by like the end down. of the second season, they're like, "Oh wait, Ahsoka's way cooler." Yes. <laughs> well, Ahsoka, the clones, like they are just spreading the wealth. Where it's like Anakin became, and it worked. Where he became yeah. somebody that was there that existed. Who on occasion he would have episodes that were focused on him, but it wasn't the entire time wasn't. And again, you know, a different, <laughs> different people pronouncing his name differently. So, you know? so, so, like, Filoni's brought all this together. He's cleaning up a lot of stuff. And I feel like the future of Mandalorian and this whole story of Star Wars has left itself open to other new stories, which I like to hear. Um, mm -hmm. I'm actually still interested in the whole Mandalore world, you know, and the, the, the different. Oh, oh man, did you, you never play it? Um, uh, nice yes, I have. I, no, I, I know the story in that game, but like I want to see it come okay. to fruit now. <laughs> no. oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, originally yeah. I thought that's where they were. What they originally when they announced the Mandalorian, I was like, oh cool, it's gonna be set a thousand nah. years before Skywalker, and it's gonna be about the Mandal Mandalore at its height, and we're gonna see the actual Mandalore, who is the leader of of the Mandalorian. Okay, well, I will say whatever. this. Side note, great, side great. note, side note, side note. This is wishful thinking. If they did that story, Game of Thrones style, 
<laughs> we might be cooking with something. Don't 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 threaten us with a good time. Don't threaten yeah. us with a good time. I don't, I don't about see it. it. I don't talking about the thousand years when Mandalore was at its Man. height and we get the Game of Thrones action and the, all of that dialogue and action. Yeah, sure, that's probably gonna go down. Like, but you, that would be that, that would be, be blasphemy because it has to do on HBO. Disney's not about to give us that type of. And they're never gonna ever give up any rights to Star Wars to anybody. Yeah. Nope. That's not them. I, at best, we can get get uh, that show produced through Hulu or or like FX or something because Disney owns owns those. But, mm. but I, I mean, I agree. I think that's what we've been wanting is to for them to move the storytelling, the live action or animated storytelling to the old Republic, like that, that era where there was an actual Sith empire yeah. where there was an right. actual, uh, uh, man, the Mandalorian empire, like the, the, the days of Revan and Malik and, and, and like all of them, like that was when it, it look was, at you, you get giddy. Just talk about it. <laughs> I know. That's what we want to see. We want to see that stuff. Those were the true badass. Force users like they and they that was those were the great stories, and I think that's the thing where it's like you know, uh, as good as the Mandalorian is, because we've all had some touch points at the other uh lore of Star Wars over the last 20, 25 years, 30 years now at this point, we know where they mm -hmm. could go, and so I think it's uh, you know, it's interesting because um, isn't on uh, on May the 4th they're doing a re release of yes. Return of the Jedi, yeah. that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And so it was funny because uh, uh, when I was traveling, I was talking to one of my friends. He's our age group. And he was just like, he's talking to like a 20-year-old about uh, Star Wars and uh, Return of the Jedi. And he was talking about, he's like, man, I just, he's like, ah, I just missed like the old, he's like, I missed the old song at the end of the movie. Right, yeah. <laughs> he's like, that's what I miss. I mean, he's like, I just want to watch the original Return of the Jedi in its old form without all the extras. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And then the, the kid, quote unquote, in his 20s is like, what do you mean old, old version? <laughs> yeah, because for him, he right. he'd you only seen it in the theaters with the remastered, and which a lot of Star exactly. Wars fans still have not forgiven George Lucas for that. Yeah. Because he he basically he basically was like, "Look, I want it to look like this and all that other old stuff. I don't care how you feel about it; it's gone." And <laughs> yeah, and well, so and, a friend of mine, quick aside, a friend of mine who never watched the new ones. Yeah, he watches he watches them all like once every bunch of years, like every yeah, year. And so out of the blue, I get a text message at like two o'clock in the morning. He was like, "Yo, why are the movies different?" And I was like, <laughs> I was like um, "Well, that's a long story." But the short version is George Lucas felt like he didn't finish them, and that he was wow. his finished idea. And he was like, "But they changed the music for the Ewoks." You're returning the Jedi. <laughs> what the wow. hell for? The new uh, he just, you know, and he's just, he's just, what's this thing with him? So he's watching the end as he's talking to me. And he's like texting at the same time. <laughs> so what wait, where are they? What is this what is this statue? Is that supposed to be the Emperor's statue falling down? Yeah. What is this? That is in there and you know what? He put that in there after they did the whole Saddam Hussein thing. Where would be? That's yep. why yeah. he was like, what? When was there a scene or chorus? So wack, Where is this? And so, he added a whole nother extra 30 minutes to 
the end of the return yes. of the jedi just yes. to add in the stuff from the prequels yes. uh that he had recently done it's um, it was quite painful walking someone through it this much later who had never seen any yeah. of that stuff i was like well bro and you know what we'll else he added in there real quick which ain't. i hated was the dark vader audio of say of him say going no if you listen to it, <laughs> yo, he it's not just yo. no. He goes, he he looks at at oh, it's like his Padme no? with the lightning. And he goes, you know, a version of his Padme no. Yes. And then he goes no, and then he goes back. No. Yeah, he literally chopped up from the hey, Padme. I just want to no. know, like, who in his circle ah. is just saying yes to all these ideas. No one's going to say no. No one says no one says yes or no. So I, this is third hand that I hear this, but uh, someone that I used to work for uh, employed an editor who worked on Phantom Menace, and basically his experience of working for George Lucas was you realize just how much he builds the story in the edit room. Like he shoots all the different parts and shoots what he wrote. But he really built the story in the edit. And so he thought as an editor that he would be able to, yo, this is the, the dream of a lifetime. I'm going to be able to tell George Lucas what I, you know, what shot I think should land where. And, you know, just sort of advise. And he was basically like, nah, I was just a processor. Like I almost got canned <laughs> because I suggested you might want to use this angle instead of that because that, 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 that. Editor, just editor brain. Like, you know, yeah. and, 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 so, uh, D'Angelo, as a producer, you can attest to this. Your editor will sometimes see things that you don't. And Probably. so they're there to sort of, hey, they're there first to be a process server for your vision. Yes, as the writer and producer. But also, they're there to sort of suggest uh, different aesthetics that, uh, that, a shot, that a shot change or an angle change can give you. Yeah. Placing something before something. Placing yeah, something it should after. be a collaboration. It they're should be there, they're there to collaborate. Yeah. Not if your name is George Lucas. You yeah. are there as a process server yeah. to do what he tells you to do because he is not an editor. That is it. No one tells him no. You do not. And the so other, tell him the no other aspect of Don't too. tell him we can't do that. And, mm -hmm. and the reason Figure why is because they kind of set the precedent. Like, they, yo, we don't have the technology to do that. Well, we should build it. Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can't change the edit this way and that way. Well, you know what? We should be able to. Let's yeah. build it. Add it. <laughs> it's just <laughs> everything that he needed to do the things that they said he couldn't do, they built for him. Yeah. So no one ever tells him no because there is all he is proven whether what you know, whether it had to be invented or 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 he just figured it out or his team figured it out. No one tells him no because they always find a way to do it. And if they don't have the way to do it, they invent it. And and basically And that's a testament to Long Doe. Like they just had he always had yeah. the money to do whatever he yeah. wanted. Not always. After the first film, he always had the money to do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. And that's cause he because he owned the rights to Star Wars. Yep. I'm pretty sure outright from the from the very beginning. Knew. They, he bought, so they signed the rights to him because they didn't want to give him more after, uh, after the first one, they were like, lightning is going to stop, not, not going to strike twice. 
But yeah, if you want to do a second one, you could do a second one. And so when he looked at the deal, he was like, this is not enough money. Like, I just, I just made you the greatest, like the, the highest grossing film of all time in all of Hollywood history. How are you giving me this paltry deal? And they were like, Peanuts. well, what do you want? He was like, all right, well, F it. Just give me, sign over the Star Wars name. They were like, okay, sure. And that's how he got, that's how he got ownership of Star Wars. Yeah. And so all the merchandising, all the everything, all the, I'm sure that Oof. executive got fired. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the other, the other. Just wasn't, um, um, it just wasn't as, I mean, it was, again, Star Wars at that time was still considered a very niche thing. Like it wasn't considered mm -hmm. something yeah. that was, it is, it wasn't even close to what it is today. Yeah. So it, it was easy -er for that exec to be like, yeah, whatever, like that's not going anywhere. Like they probably but, had seen a million of those. But uh, when, uh, well, when Empire Strikes Back surpassed the original Star Wars, then he felt, I'm sure everybody on the board was like looking at that dude like, what are you doing? What did you do? Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they Wolfram and Hart, angel style, Wolfram and Hart sacrificed him. Like, oh, God. Like, like he, yep. he, he was sacrificed or, or had to give it all up. Because, mm -hmm. because yeah. Well, the other, the other aspect of it too is people forget that when Disney bought Fox, um, they finally got the complete rights yeah. of Star Wars because Fox had yep. the distribution. What? And so part of the reason why they did they did the re-release with the special effects is because they didn't have the rights to actually release it as the yep. original form. So mm -hmm. that's why they added all the besides George wanting to do it, that's why they did it. And then by buying out Fox, because a lot of people thought they were buying people were buying Fox to get X-Men back and Fantastic Four, which yeah, yeah. is true, but they really wanted those original distribution rights. So now they have like literally now Disney degrees. owns all yeah, they own everything. hundred percent. Mm -hmm. Which is crazy. But that deal was amazing so, for George though. Come on now, he. he hey man, it's original, the original franchise. Yeah. You know, everyone can keep that model, especially when it comes to advertising. So now, going going forward, what do we want to see? Because next thing we're gonna get is Ahsoka. We got Thrawn. We've already got it confirmed. We got Rebels. Folks has already got got confirmed. So, you know, what do we what do we want to see? I mean, I, I think I like, I'm like I I really think this is almost like I don't want to say this is gonna be Mando 3.5 because I think it's gonna be its own thing. But it'll have a lot of the trappings that Mano's kind of set up in terms of this world of where they're at time wise. Yeah. So I'm actually excited for Ahsoka to kind of see where they're gonna yeah. go with it. I'm excited because Ahsoka's a great character. Uh Filoni created the character and he's writing every episode. So that I think that's that makes me happy. I usually don't like that, but Dave Filoni knows what he's doing with this <laughs> world and he's proven that. So uh I'm looking forward to to those episodes. I think it can exist on its own. I think it will end in feel unavoidably like um, Rebels live action, just because um, the same characters, but it'll have its different feel because this is twenty, thirty, no, almost forty years after those events, if I'm not mistaken, because uh, Rebels happens right. Rebels is taking place during or in the backdrop of the uh of the rebellion right like it's so yeah, right yep. so yep so it's 30 mando is 30 years oh no mando is several years after like 10 years i think after the return i think it's like five years after return. five years after return of the jedi 
Uh, so by now it's about well, I don't know how time works in Star Wars. It ain't even time to go there. It might even a question you should ask. But uh, we know that the sequel series, so Force Awakens, by the time we get to that point, is uh, thirty years after. After uh, well, in real life, it thirty years it actually did pass. But in the story, it's all they also I think acknowledge thirty years or something like that having passed since the fall of the empire. So um, they got a lot of room to do a lot of things. Uh, what, what, will that come, what will come out of that? Who knows? I mean, I don't particularly care because I don't want to be in this point in time in Star Wars. I would rather be a thousand years before. Um, and it doesn't matter if it's Ahsoka, Mando, or any of them. As I've said before, you strip all the way, all of that away. Where are we still in the Skywalker yeah. uh, legacy timeline yep. era? You know, so it'll be great to see the show succeed, be good. I want it to be good, but I'm not really looking forward to anything that's coming because it's all except Alkali. And that's mm-hmm. that again, what I want, which is a Star Wars outside of the Skywalker era. No reference to Skywalker. Yeah. Sidious yep. hasn't been born yep. yet. Darth Vader yep. hasn't been born. They don't exist yet. <laughs> that's what I want. Yep. Yep. And, and, I mean, and, and even like that's and that's why, you know, you know, as Cam was saying too, like Andor was yeah. so dope. Because like you didn't hear a Skywalker Vader nothing. You just mm-hmm. it was just this is Andor. This is he. This is this is regular people that take out the trash. Right, and that works. <laughs> I mean, working in the mines, this, this you know just normal people having to figure this whole thing out in in this Empire situation and what that means. I think that was that's part of the the thing that made Andor good because we've been saying this forever that yeah, like you said, take it out of the Skywalker well, paradigm and we'll be happy because then. We, there, it's a huge ass galaxy, right. and even Andor didn't <laughs> go far enough for me because, again, we're still dealing it's with Empire. We're right. still dealing with we still got uh, Bail Organa somewhere lurking around, and we still got um, all of the 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 rebel the rebellion leaders, you know, populating the the, the world. So, again, I'm looking at total distance from all of that. Like again, they don't even exist because they can't exist because it's not even it's a thousand years before they were even born. Whatever a thousand years means in Star Wars, that could be just a day. I don't know. I haven't figured out <laughs> what what how how time works in Star Wars. <laughs> I, 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 will, works. I don't know how it I works. I will say Star Wars. that is the safest way to get us away from the Skywalker saga is to do a storyline before them. However, I don't know. I don't. I'm not. Yep. Yeah. Really read before. up on the Star Wars legacy post Skywalker. And do they have references to the Skywalker saga? But I'm also interested in hearing or watching what happens after all of this stuff. Like, what are the new stories? Yeah, there's yeah. there's the story. Actually, Cam, you put me onto it. Um, the one with the what's the hell? What the hell is uh, Luke's son's son, no, no, grandson? See, whatever. That, that's still Skywalker. Uh, that's yeah, still Skywalker. Well, loosely, only loosely, because this guy is radically different. Like he's not, he's not like he's not a do gooder. He's a smuggler. I want, I want like, no it, family. I don't want no bloodline. Is his last name Skywalker? Yeah, Unfortunately, yes. The way yeah. he's connected, I, I think <laughs> well, so, so I'll say this. I will say this. The when Cam, you can back me up on. This. 
the one saving grace of that of that comic book series is he's only Skywalker in name and it goes as far like all of the characters the entire universe is as far away as you could make it from where we are right now in the story where we seem to be stuck in the story um he, he he's very different the uh, the the structure of the government is different um if i remember correctly there's an actual jedi knight that's uh, that's uh chancellor it's a whole thing like the, the jedi are in large numbers again um yeah, that was the last. Um, I think that was the last story that Dark Horse had the IP before right before Disney. Right? Uh, yeah, Disney. 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 Yeah, yeah, so right. Yeah, that wasn't bad, right? Yeah, it was actually pretty good. And what he did, it was he was more of a gray Jedi, yeah. basically. So basically, the quick story is, you know, he was a Padawan, blah blah blah. Everybody gets killed. He gets picked up by some pirates, and then he just is a pirate. And then he uses a drug to actually su su uh, suppress his uh, force powers. Because he wouldn't, he didn't want Luke talking to him all day. Okay, so like, so, 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 so he's basically a jungle for like pause. So he's trying to avoid again. Force Ghost Luke. Luke Skywalker is the hook, yeah. casual fan. Unless the character's <laughs> name is Booby Bagoda from Placoon or whatever, whatever <laughs> land. I don't want to hear any connection to the Skywalker saga, whether it be Ghost. Luke, I, I need a whole different name, a whole different. <laughs> Gosh, you had me going uh, nah, for Cam a second. Cam, oh, he's talking to Luke. Cam, Cam, why not? Oh, he, he uses it is, a keep, keep, it, uh, it is extraordinarily. So he shows up. So Luke shows up. Force Ghost Luke shows up the way that Obi-Wan Ghost, the uh, Force Ghost shows up. He shows up for like a couple seconds. Like, yo, you know you screwing up, right? Just let you know. All right, later. Like he doesn't, again, back me up, Cam. He does not stick around. He's not. A major pillar in the story, but they are both correct. It still has a tie okay. to it, and I think it goes back to, like you said, it goes back to trying to bring in that casual right. fan, right? Like I would say, the separation of this is like the story is actually really good, and it does expand mm -hmm. on some stuff. Um, and it goes, it takes uh the main bad is from one of the books actually. Um, oh, I forgot what, it was one of the one of the ones with it was like the one of the infested alien um thing. I, I totally forgot great. that whole. Darth Great, yeah. So it was. It is a great. It is a good story and that stuff. There, the one that will like it, that's even more dumb is um that they did because it this lasted I think three um three series I think it was yeah three books or three yeah volumes like, three full uh story, yeah volumes um broken up over like six or whatever. But um and I thought that was a pretty good one. The dumb one I thought they did was they tried to do a whole like uh. You know, it's Han and, and Leia's great great that granddaughter or something. I'm talking thing about like first that. volume, and it was just of your two yeah. volumes. And so are I really think, <laughs> and so I think the you know pre Disney era, you know, we all like the stuff that didn't involve Skywalker because they just they just did so much interesting need, shit with it, and need. it was dope. Post post Disney era, the best stuff still revolves yep. around Skywalker. Like, um, I think that's so. Like what I mean by not Skywalker <laughs> is. Darth Bane trilogy does not involve right. any Skywalker by yep. name yep. in yep. spirit and nothing. You don't hear yeah. it. I get you. Not I get you. Exist. That's what I'm saying. And okay. I think we haven't yeah. had that yet. Like that story did sound interesting. And I'll probably look that up. <clears throat> but um, yeah, just only read the first volume though, because you're gonna be pissed off by the time you get to two and three. Yeah, and, and I get it. <laughs> Luke is a brand. I mean, the Skywalkers are in the, are the established brand of of the premier brand of, right. of protagonist brand of Star Wars. It's like 
you know, you don't have, you probably could, but you, when you think of just Game of Thrones, you think of Starks or Targaryens, right? So right. it's like you, you Those could attach brands. Yeah. Right. Like you can, you can probably drop your, the store, the viewer audience in any part of their thousand year history and you won't get the same type of Targaryen that you got a hundred, 200 years before. Right. And, and if Star Wars had established that about the Skywalkers, then that would have been a little bit been okay. But you don't have yeah. any establishment of Skywalkers other than Luke and Anakin. And obviously in the uh, expanded universe stuff, their kids, but Disney struck all that away or complained. Yeah. yeah. And, and also that. like, you no, know, <laughs> that's, you know, and even um, like a good, a great example of how they could have done that is when they were doing the whole Star Wars 1515 uh, defunct video game. And it was interesting because my friends that were on it, they were like, well, I was like, yeah, so what was the initial, like, uh, you know, uh, assignment? They're like, yo, we want you to take any established race in the Star Wars galaxy and make them a body hunter. And I was like, that's freaking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> because and then, and that's, it was, they were like, they specifically said this is this game and the world that they're going to be inhabiting has no Sith and no Jedi. It is nothing but ruthless rogues bounty hunters in every single race. race so there was a little yep there's a little yoda race there's a little uh ewok uh, bounty hunter there was like and so that's where the um the i don't i, I don't want to call him a black wookie but <laughs> at the end of the day <laughs> that's yeah but that's where that's where his design yeah. came from essentially before they before they put him into the books but you're 100 correct because they keep us in this like star uh, like skywalker's chokehold they like they it, and it's and it really is sad because you know when dark horse had the ip they did a lot yes. of books that just didn't have anything connection to mm -hmm. do with Star Wars, and it was good. The whole Crimson um, mm -hmm. Night series, the uh, Night Errant series, or whatever. Like they really did stuff where they were just like, "Yo, here's a Jedi or a Sith or a Force user in this situation in this galaxy," and I and like it was always interesting. No matter, and it made it good for the writers because the writer that's that was your yeah, assignment. You like, yo, writer. pick a Force yeah. user. I did. yep. Here's a pick a Force user. Give me some. Then they do like a, a Dark Horse. They did like a alternate thing where there was a Darth Vader, but he wasn't Sith Lord Darth Vader. His name was Darth Vader, and like Marvel was, did that. No, I think it was Dark Horse. Yeah. No, I think it was Dark. Well, I think it was Dark Horse, but I forgot. I didn't read. I didn't read that story. I remember. No, yeah, it. I yeah. Yes, there's a story. There's a story where um where Luke actually redeems Vader. He survived. They survived overthrowing the Emperor, and instead of wearing black armor, he wears white armor. And I forget what he goes around the galaxy doing, but he's no, not just. We're not, no, no, this no. This isn't what I'm talking about. Okay, it's. I'm gonna. I'll find it out and tell you guys. That sounds interesting, but that's not what I'm referring because okay. this one real war black, and um, I don't think Luke was his son. That continuity was all different. Like I said, you know what you're talking about. Um, true alternate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Thing. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, I think that's. I think you're right, though. I think you know, as much as we like the Mandalorian and like you said, and Andor and and these things, it's like it's still stuck in this paradigm that we mm. can't get out of. And I think Ahsoka is like one of the ones that we're real excited to see within that because even in um, the Disney books, which they they actually did some good stuff where. You know, they allow the writers to create new characters, but you're still in the same era. Mm -hmm. Like you're stuck. Like that's the other thing too. They did a couple like um 
Poe Dameron books and they did a couple other like stuff off of the main off the newer series, but nothing really stuck. All the most interesting stuff was still either Vader related or, you know, um Skywalker related at that point, you know. Um and I think that's that's part of it is fear to yes. get out of that and to like because I can because I think for Dark Horse, when Dark Horse got to carry the legacy of Star Wars in between all the big films. So they well, can have a lot of fun. And it, you know, it's marginally successful, but they didn't really have to worry about, you know, having to carry a franchise. Right. To, so to answer your question, uh, where they go from here, I think I think they're gonna continue to use Mando. What I think they're gonna do is do what they've been doing, which is to use Mando as like a touchstone and just have that be like the offshoot for the the jump off point for a bunch of different things that potentially have nothing to do with Scott with the Skywalkers. I mean, it's all I mean in three seasons, you got two episodes that had Luke in it. I think you're doing pretty okay. <laughs> if, if everything has a touchstone, Look, if everything has a tether to the Skywalker. Then they was a season two. Mm-hmm. They brought in Luke. Didn't need season two. Yep. Didn't need no, no. I yep. agree. Nope, didn't, didn't need him at all. Did not need him. You could have had that be any at other all. Jedi Knight. One hundred percent. I agree. Like at that point, yeah. you can assume that there are other Jedi Knights. That he's found, you could a Padawan off on his own. You could tell a whole story just on whoever and the, and showed the, the up. Fact that, that uh, Grogu didn't even kick you with uh, Luke. Word, yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You so weird. Weird. offering me this uh, this lightsaber thing here, but you know, I I I'd rather just show up my man. Yeah, and like they could have just had it been Ahsoka, and we would have been fine with that, you know. Uh, I looked it up real quick. The Dark Horse era of Star Wars, 759 yeah. uh, issues between 1991 and 2014. Yeah, there were some goodies in there for sure. Yes. So in the one, I shared the character profile in, in the chat, but the one I was talking about was called The Star Wars, and it was a... Uh, oh, yeah. the original uh, Joy yeah, script. And it, yeah. It was supposed to be... Uh, uh, yeah, it was supposed to be based on his original script that that didn't yep, yep, yep. uh so this Darth Vader isn't a force user. He is the leader, the ruler of the uh the Galactic Empire and and, and all this stuff. But um Oh I, man, I haven't read that in a long time. I forgot about that. It was actually super interesting because it was a uh Luke was a little bit older. Like yeah, it was it was interesting. I I, I don't know if I liked all of it, but it was like something completely different. Um and Yeah, I didn't really it like bit, it either. It, I, I didn't well, I know how it felt, but you're right. It was different. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so then to you know to cut, take it to the hole before we talk about this forever. Um, what's your final word on Mando? I love how every time we talk about Mando, we go into a big Star Wars yeah. conversation instead. Can't be helped. <laughs> yeah. well, Can't up. be helped. Can't be helped. Um, but yeah, so give me give me your give me your best moment and your worst moment for Mando uh, as our as we're as we're what? heading out. And uh, we'll we'll start with D'Angelo. We're talking about this season or the whole season? Yeah, for this season. season, this season. Well, I'll start with the worst moment. I, we talked about it earlier. The worst moment was that episode three, um, the whole episode, because it just doesn't bridge the gap of the overarching story, and it just felt like, like Josh pointed out, this could have been two or three scenes spread out over those eight episodes that didn't take away from the main arc. Um, the, the best thing to me were the episodes directed by Bryce Dallas Howard 
um, and the two directed by uh, uh, Rick. Um, tell me out with his last name. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That dude is 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 probably one of the best TV directors in the game right now. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he the way he shoots those sequences and and especially the the last fight on Mandalore was just amazing. I mean, it was it was it had you the whole time. Yes. It never did it feel like um it always felt like the space was as big as it needed to be or as small as it needed to be. It never felt like, oh, this is like they they, they should like they're not supposed to be there. Like even when the armor when they're fighting in the air, the Mando the Mandalorians versus the um the uh dark troopers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like that was some great a like blocking just great uh so yeah. Uh best thing the best thing were definitely those episodes the the finale and the penultimate episode, um, and also the episode directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. And the worst thing was uh episode three, which was um uh trying to tell that storyline um in the in that full episode with the, the Imperial spy and, and all that crap. That that was to me just Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. I would say uh, for me, yeah, I would say the final, I would say finale because uh, just on the sheer scale and just kind of bringing it all home. And then I would say the worst thing is uh, all the fans making fun of Lizzo being on the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> like, yeah. It is like, I don't want to defend Lizzo. It's not whatever, but it's just yeah, stupid. So, like, yo, so, man, can, so what do you think about Lizzo? Like, I'll geez. be sure with this. I didn't have a problem with her or Jack Black. I had an issue with both of them because they take nope. up so much of it. Yeah energy in that room yeah well like it's yeah. like yeah that's true if someone would have told me that true. wasn't lizzo i probably wouldn't recognize her but the fact that jack black yeah. and her in there that's just too much that just takes away from star wars i didn't recognize her at first i didn't recognize her at all and so for me it didn't pick anything I didn't, away from i didn't know it's after i knew she was yeah. somebody that i had seen before that was probably a, it, something told me that she was some pop culture figure uh, just because the way they blocked her when they introduced her, like it was one of those things where the camera lit is like oh, you know this is. she she's it's like Ed Sheeran in Game of Thrones. Like oh, yeah. why is this on this on minstrel? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who is this random dude with exactly. hair? Sing a song to the truth. The whole camera, the camera is on him, like so it's the point where it's supposed to be Arya's POV, but it's like are we looking at him so so much for we don't care about mm-hmm, yeah. him? Yeah, he's probably gonna kill him. Why didn't she kill him? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh, what's your what's your um, best or worst? I personally think um, Lizzo's was I wouldn't say I would say the the finale and the Lizzo thing and the Lizzo thing. I think I went on about that in a previous. Uh, I think in my final word, uh, the last uh, last or time before last when it aired um but you know the girl is you know she's like ecstatic because her pops introduced her to star wars it was a big thing for him you know and fans just star wars fans are the worst uh, it's just so amazing how bad they are um and then come to find out you know the reason why she was so ecstatic about you know what the reason she did it and the reason she was so ecstatic about it is because her dad introduced her to star wars and he while she isn't he was a huge fan so, you know, 
Just, just let it rock, man. I think that's how I ended it the last yeah. time I brought this up. Um, <laughs> uh, worst again, like 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 uh, Angelo said, uh, uh, worst would be probably episode episode three. Uh, like I said before, it could have been spread out. It could have been sprinkled across the entire season where they were going, where they get, were going with that doctor and what they were doing. Um, the finale, not phenomenal. Oh my God. Woo. Um, the last couple of episodes, honestly, like pretty much any, I might find Alex Bandnet to say just about any episode where the Mandalorians were front and center, which was most of the season. I think on a whole, they yeah. did a really good job. And I think Filoni is doing a great job with, and Favreau, who wrote, um, I think, almost every episode this season. Every um, other. There, there were a, oh, few, there oh, a wow. few other names that popped up for okay. some. Uh, but yeah, he, most of the season. Some of the stuff he wrote wasn't always great, but he definitely was, was good at, like Josh said, keeping it all together. Yeah, man. And, you know, I, I, I like that the Mandalorians actually got one. Because their whole history, yeah. at least as far as Filoni has told it, is just so terribly tragic. Like, it's, it's just <laughs> all terrible things all the time. And so, you know, for them, for, for it to swing back around and for them to reclaim their uh, their home world, that was that was that was kind of huge. I I love that. I love I love because they at this point they make you feel for these characters. They make you care. Yeah. But this is a testament to how much they've made you care about these characters that you actually care whether or not they get a happy ending for once. You know? And I, yeah. Uh, one of the great, to add on to that is, and they talked about this, and I think that's what's great about Grogu as a character is the the lengthy history and relationship between the Jedi and, and the Mandalorians. Mm -hmm. And um, how they, there have been Mandalorians who became full-blown Jedis and, and Jedi who, you know, got accepted into Mandalorian culture. In fact, Revan was one of them, if I'm not mistaken. Dang. Um, yeah. In fact, Revan, if I'm not mistaken, unless they changed it, he was even the ruler of Mandalore at one point. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he was either one of the men. It's his sword, right? Or he was the one that had the sword at, the, at one he point. Did. The dark saber was his. No, 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 no. I'm... He didn't invent it. It was another. It was another man. It was somebody Actually, before. Yeah. The um, it was the ancestor of the big of the big guy. Yeah. Mm. Okay, it was that's his right. Ancestor that's right. That's right. Who was a, man, was a Mandalorian? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, it was his. His ancestor was both a Mandalorian and a, um, and a Jedi and he created the dark saber. Um, and, and so, um, yeah, I re recently read this. That's why I, I know this. Um, but that was great. I like that they, that they did that because there's so much connection between those two cultures within the, uh, the fictional world of star Wars. So it was good to, to, and that's why I like, Oh, and they already, I was telling Josh, they set up a great Chekhov's uh, uh, gun in that now we will see Mandalorian Jedi lightsaber and blaster swing and Grogu at some point because they've yes. already, uh, yes. yes, they've already, yes. uh, yes. uh <laughs> set it up. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we, we will see that because they've already thrown yeah. it out there, you know, and, and also yeah. the second, the second 
uh, CG or Chekhov's gun is um, he will speak eventually. Uh-huh. He say those words yeah. because they, you know, made the mention that he can't be until he's able to speak the creed. So right. um, they've, I like that they reset things. They got us out of the battle with Moff Gideon. I know. But they gave us something, a lot of things to look forward to. To look you forward know, Mando to. Mando serving yeah. as, as the pseudo, um, being somewhat uh, a part of the law enforcement on, um, uh, what's the planet name? Green's planet, what's it? Um, Oh, car, car, yeah, this I, planet? I always forget the name of the planet. Um, I just call him Axel Jackson. Well, his name in the world. Karga is, is Grief Karga. I'm t- I was thinking about yeah. the name. Uh, is it Navarro? Oh, the world that he's Navarro, in? Navarro, yes. Navarro, yes. Um, and so he's got his little property on Navarro, and obviously he's going to be going after those Imperial, which I thought that was great. That's a great um, yeah. setup because then we'll still – that to me is the through line for the crossover because there's gonna be a crossover between Ahsoka and Mando. There's oh, all it's already happened. Yeah. But yeah. now with both of yeah. their shows, they're building towards that eventual crossover where both of them have to face against Thrawn and his uh and his forces. Yeah. So yeah. I'll be that that'll be some dope yeah. shit too. Uh, Cam what's your, what's, your good, what's your goods uh, and bads? The MacGuffin of the Dark Saber, <laughs> I thought that was cool because it didn't really mean much. In <laughs> uh, the bad was the whole. I think it was, how many episodes is eight? Well, I think episode eight, yeah. seven yeah. where Paz Whistles goes out in a blaze of glory. So the the Whoa. idea of him or uh, him staying back and not getting his crew dismantled by all those star troopers in uh, Beskar was all for not because he took out the whole squad. If they'd have all went, they could have overpowered them. I didn't understand that because only three high level uh, Empire, yeah. I don't know what you call them, but the dudes in red took him out. He took out everybody with the Gatlin. Oh, the Praetorian guards. I'm like, yeah, the Praetorian Which I was really, I didn't understand why they were they were going to get slaughtered. They, you, and, well, well, I was just saying they usually are only with palps. So why why were they yeah. there? Yeah, that, guess... that was weird. But yeah, they're, they're, they're imperial, they're imperial, they're imperial okay, guards. Imperial guards literally, but, like the emperor's but my imperial point guard. was, if Paz took all of them out by himself, they should have just stayed and fought the stood ten toes down and fought the good fight again. This goes to my Star Wars. Don't think logically every time. Like I said, I'm nah, being paid. So like that that was my small gripe. I mean, the, but those are the things that came to mind. There's probably a few others, but overall, uh it was cool. But I, I do like the fact that they just made that dark saber and worthless because it was broke. Completely totally irrelevant. irrelevant. Yeah. No, I did not like that. I did not like that. I didn't like that because that that blade has a lot of a lot of history in yeah. the. Yeah, I will in admit the it does sound like lowly. it was a midi chlorian type of thing that says, "Oh, midi chlorians don't matter. This dark saber don't matter." However, I wasn't mad at that. Well, midi chlorians don't matter, and they yeah. shouldn't matter. But but the dark saber was literally something that 
a Mandalorian Jedi person created to give to the Mandalorian. They've broken the wheel. So that they would. Say. They're changing. So they've broken the wheel what? and they're changing the culture of how they do things. And I think it's symbolic of how the old ways that connected them are now changing. So like before. Yeah. I get that. I, yeah. I get yeah. that. I yeah. didn't like the okay. act of destroying the, 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 the blade in general, but yeah, you're yeah. right. No. Yeah. Okay. No, that yeah. makes sense. That's a good point. That's, a, That's a, a, definitely a good point. The old way gone. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm a I'm a I'm a cap it now because if we don't, we'll be here for the next another two hours. <laughs> re re rewriting the next right. trilogy. Um but yep. Uh but yeah. We all enjoy it. We're all waiting for uh, a silken axe. I think that's gonna be our thing. Um once again, thanks for rocking with us. We'll see you guys later. Yes, 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 yes. yes.